fucking Gucci moves. My way bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. This is saving for the mic. We are back. We in here, y'all. This is, this is what we do. We got shit to talk about. We got to talk about it with you. If you want to get on here and join us, you can always catch us on Fanbase with the Fanbase live exclusive content where you can watch us live in full color. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, you buy my head to that part? <laughs> anyway, I'm in here with DJ Nike Newell. You call him DJ hitting the ones and twos today. AKA. Yeah, that's fine. That's my AKA for the night. Uh, DJ Nike Newell. Uh, you know, always Mr. In the Building, Mr. Double Nickel, Mr. Five Five, Mr. Two Sacks on him at all times. Two Sacks. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go. Hey, I'm Renaissance. You know, Mr. 2-4, Mr. 4-2, Mr. PT, from Jacktown, Rabbit, and Bama Boy right here. And I'm going to ride with Taja Monique, a.k.a. Curly hair don't care. Nobody's baby mama. Run that shit back. And long legs. Oh, yeah, long legs. And, you know, legs ride with dreads. I'm going to add one more to mine, new to the dreads. Right. Hey, Bam Whipper Boy Bareface, aka the, the Beer Grizzer, aka the Kalaloo King, aka the Slut Maker, aka the stuff. Fuck around and find out. Not the Slut Maker. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know we'll you can go to out. school for that. <laughs> Make sluts. You yes, know, I'm, you a go professional. I'm a professional. Yeah. Yeah, you get a good education in sledding. Oh, yeah. If you go to school, that's usually what happens. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, as always, we, we always have to put somebody on blast. But before we do that, I just want to let y'all know, man, what we're talking about. We're talking about revolutions and cultural appropriation today. I, I, I mean, these sound like very heavy topics. You know, and, and I, I take them pretty seriously, especially since this is going to be our episode for Cinco de Mayo, Mexican Revolution. Sometimes good things happen after the revolution, but we'll figure that out. Anyway, let's do our blast. Uh, who's going to go first? Uh, Ooh, I'll go first. I just okay, noticed. Okay, Okay, so I got some medicine, some blue case on for like allergies or something like that. And I just opened up my tube. And I noticed it's like some chalky stuff on there that look like some cocaina. Let me find out mm-hmm. who else got me snorting some hard, talking about allergies. Look at this. You said that's, that's a good what? medicine. Yeah, it's flu the case song. That's the, the original painkiller. No, this for allergies. <laughs> she like, but I don't need painkillers. And you are you allergic to pain, right? There you go. No. <laughs> But why Man. is it hard and crystallized? Uh, it goes up my nose. That's crystals up my nose. But you know what? You know what's what's really crazy? Is cocaine was so widely used. It was actually in Coca-Cola. Yeah. It still is, to my understanding. No, nah, it's not. Well, it's they, they, nah, I, I, well, I, the I fact that know. they have a massive cocaine field that they sell to Big Pharma for whatever purposes, I, I, it's hard to believe that it's still not in the drinks. Matter of fact, I thought I sent you a link to that. No, nah, I would like to see that. That's interesting. I could have swore I sent you that link. Code. Yeah, man, I could have swore I sent you that link. 
They they got a big ass cocaine field. You know they selling coke. You know that. The biggest. My, my great aunt was addicted to Coca Cola. We didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Now you know. It came out there. She I didn't know why. They had cocaine. <laughs> now you know. She didn't even know why it was so good. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta have it. <laughs> Who up? Let me go. My blast is oh, for okay. um our president Joe Biden for thinking he's gonna run again. Um. Yeah, and finish and news. finish the job. <laughs> bad news. I I would even agree with that. And now, if he ends up lead, if he ends up being the the nominee against DeSantis or Trump, I'm still voting for Crazy Joe. I mean, that's the that's the thing about it, though. Like, he it it ain't flying. Like, no matter who they who they put up against him, I just think it's gonna be not him trump is older than he is i mean he's it's not gonna be him for sure i think he just don't want to leave the white house he's just so comfortable he had eight years there with obama he's probably never even been there you don't think so he's just been doing all this stuff from pennsylvania but we're gonna get on because that's where he's from he lives in delaware well, he claimed Pennsylvania. He's from old coal mining family or whatever. Yeah, he was born in Pennsylvania. He lives in Delaware. He was the senator yeah. from Delaware. He's probably uh, staying in a coal mine down there or something. <laughs> anyway, I'm not even going to get into this. We're going to move on to the, to, to our like, last two. Our, you know, I, I, I hate him, man. I'm doing some niggardly things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Act, 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 act that, niggardly in the in the I'm gonna lay. that that rubbed me a little wrong, Tisha. That sounds like it came from the other side. I'm gonna lay. That, <laughs> that kind of greased my ears a little too harsh right there. Don't start uh, treating me like that because I said that I'm black. Yeah, that that right uh, there. Oh, you just told us you was raised by a white guy. So, but my black dad, my dad was in my. But my black daddy, <laughs> I heard you. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell on yourself. <laughs> that's all right that's all right that is all right hey man i've been on the phone with a particular airline for nearly three hours for tickets that i had already paid for Mm-mm. in mileage and in dollars <laughs> trying to get my money back <laughs> It's a, it's, and you know what you know what trips me out is I didn't even know authorized the payment. <laughs> Wait, what? How did this happen? I think it's paid for, but I got a card on my account. So it doubled it. Whoa. And it took three hours to get to get the shit right. Whoa. So you paid for it in miles, but they charged your card in cash. And gave and took the miles away. Man. Good on you, good on you, because I would have said man, whatever. I'm looking at it going, wait a minute, I got two receipts. <laughs> Why do I have two receipts? Mm-mm. Yeah, this this is crazy. It's crazy, and it was and it lasted so long that I'm I'm thinking like, are y'all using an analog? Did you like run to a big ass file cabinet and look for everything that's happened in the last six months, or do you, are you using a fucking computer? They still keep everything on facts. <laughs> right. She's waiting on a fax from another department across the country. Stay that long enough, you'll hear you've got mail. Man. 
Yeah, I feel like I went back in time to settle something that happened in 10 seconds. I still uh-huh. got a Yahoo email account. Yahoo? Yahoo still over here? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, Yahoo's like still Yahoo. out here. I know people. What you talking about? AOL is shit. still out there? Some Juno. Who are here? Still got some Juno. That's some old ass shit. Oh, for damn. You. They didn't get bought by somebody? <laughs> Who I think we got bought up right now. Bear, what's your blast, man? Um, oh, this for you too, because you are a proud supporter. So I figured maybe you should know who you're supporting. You you familiar with uh, Sam Altman? Yeah, just listen to the name. Even the name sounds like some clone botch. I I'm not, but it does sound weird. Sam Altman is the one responsible for chat GPP, open AI. Oh, and you're saying I'm a supporter of, of, of the technology. And, and he gave an interview, and I'm quite sure you can find it. He's not that, it's not that hard to find, but very interesting interview. He, uh, the interviewer asked him, this seems to be putting a lot of people out of their jobs. What if this causes has catastrophic uh, effects on humanity in the future? Uh, don't you think you should stop? And he said, "Well, no, but I could slow it down. I could slow it down." So my point in bringing that up, he don't care what the results are. Again, these are the type of people we support. They don't care that this bomb don't get used on Hiroshima. They don't care if they're making the biggest nuclear bomb ever or whatever it is. They don't care. Just as long as they... And even looking at him, just listen to the name, Sam Altman. That sounds like some damn bot-generated shit. Sam Altman. That sounds like some random shit you pick on 2K. Check him out. Check out the interview, okay? The Sam Altman interview where he speaks on OpenAI. And tell me if this is somebody that you want to support. I got my, I, I almost emptied this. There's just a little bit more in here. It's a little bit. Let's see, maybe it's too much. Let me see if I can shade it. Oh, I can no, see. I yeah, yeah. I see. Ain't got nothing left. Yeah. I can't see nothing. You're gonna custom to, creations. You're going to have to pour that all the way up so I know it's nothing. Man, I've been drinking, man. Can, can't you tell? I'm about to start stuttering. Man, this beautiful <laughs> cup. <laughs> Look at that. You're a little bit longer, not yet. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. That's dope. They got We got different cups, too, but I ain't bringing them up here. I got a whole bunch of them that they make. And then this shirt right I got on, this old school, y'all. It's like first edition. Same for the Mike t-shirt. Barrick has on his Big Dick Club shirt. You know That's what, what this means? Podcast. BDC? <laughs> yeah. LDC? Oh, my uh, God. BDC. That's what this means? The Big Dick Crew. Yeah. That's what uh, welcome to the club. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, God. Endless Custom Creations made all of our makes all of our apparels. You can go to our website now, www.savingforthemike.com, and go to the uh, swag section and get you some swag, man. You know what I'm saying? Support the goods. We're about to have some more custom stuff come out, and uh, you can also find it anywhere else. You hit us up on uh, email contact us at savingforthemic.com and guess what we're gonna pay some bills we'll be right back come back with your show we'll be right back we'll be right back
endless custom creations where you can get customized tumblers, shirts, and hoodies. Everything is fully customized and handmade just for you. Endless custom creations where we make creations just for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and visit us at EndlessCCreations.com. That is Endless, letter C, Creations.com. I'm making Gucci moves, my way bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. I come with them. Yo, 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 we are back. We are back. This is Save for the Mic. And man, we got a doozy for you. Like I said earlier, this episode is supposed to air before Cinco de Mayo. So we're talking about revolutions or a revolution or the revolution. The revolution will not be televised. So let's go and do that. <laughs> let's go and do that. Let's televise it. What does that look like? Because, I mean, most revolutions last a long time. They don't, you know, they don't, they don't happen and then you, everything's fine. You know, there's, there's, there's a revolution in power structure change. And then there's revolutions that happen because they don't like the new check, the power structure. So what y'all think? Like, like so I've heard several times people say it may have, it may have to go by force to change the government. That's a revolution. Is that a natural revolution? How many how, how many of those happen these days without the help of another government behind the curtain? For example, I'm glad you said that. Because a lot of people say, how does Cinco Mayo affect me? Well, I'm not Mexican. So how does that affect me? History, um, if you even look at Wikipedia, they say that um, if it wasn't for the United States influence in Mexico after the Civil War, or you know, during that period of time, our history would have looked different. So if you think about it, the American Civil War went from like April of 1861 to May of 1865, May 26 to be precise. Um, Mexico, Cinco de Mayo, they got theirs on May the 5th, 1862, which wasn't too far, you know. So our Civil War was still going on, you know what I'm saying? 1865 so the u.s provided aid to them you know with political power and all that kind of stuff during the same time we have in our civil war so, so is that is, that is that messed up though or, uh, or is that like i mean oh, it's another good. country providing aid to someone else you know granted mexico is u.s territory now you know what i'm saying no it's not mexico is a sovereign nation oh no whoa what you just said Mexico's U.S. territory. I think I think we went to war in like the 1980s or 90s and got uh, uh, Puerto Rico and uh, no Puerto Rico been the U.S. No. territory for since before. Yes, Puerto Rico. I'm tripping, y'all. We we, we <laughs> got those, we 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 went to war and got those from Spain. Y'all don't be mad at me. I'm tripping. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If that was the case, they would have let them keep crossing the border. Mm-hmm. They'd be in this country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mexico yeah, got its own Rico. states. Correction, correction, correction. Yeah, Puerto Rico is U.S. territory. But what I still say still stands true as far as the U.S. influence during Mexico's civil war. But my thing is, if the U.S. provided aid to Mexico during that time when we had our own civil war, why is it such an issue with them coming over? 
I don't know. It's more to the what story. You, what you mean? Why? You know why they don't want to tell us why every day. They're taking our jobs. They're raping our kids. They're bringing over drugs. Good job. Okay. <laughs> okay. They, they're and... smuggling. They're kidnapping people. You know all the stuff. All the stuff they say all the time. They, ain't that but what they doing? Just, it just ain't Mexico. The U.S. doing it too. They brought. They allowed Colombia to bring all them drugs into Cali. No, they didn't allow Colombia to do it. They went over there and bought the drugs and brought them back. Well, hey, Colombian, no Colombian brought them. I want to, I want to, I want to correct myself because I just had a thought on that. I said it was in the eighties or nineties. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. The Spanish American War. It was in the eighteen nineties. That's right. Yeah, that, <laughs> that did happen. And what yeah. was the results of that Spanish American War? Because I mean, we um, talk about revolution, but you know. We took we took we occupied Puerto Rico and one more one more um territory. What was that? Uh man, I will find that for you real quick. Was it the Virgin Islands? No, I don't think so. Those now, came Brian, from Bareface uh, had his hand up. That's why I asked him. Yeah, Bareface who? What year you said it was? 1890 Spanish American War. Oh no, no, no. They ain't they ain't not quite until nineteen seventeen. Oh. I mean, back then, the wars lasted that long, though. But 1917 would have been World War One, right? No, World War One ain't even started. World War One is like 1930. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, but <laughs> yeah. it's it was uh, Guam. Oh, which is like really Guam that time? I thought that yeah. was Vietnam. Which is like a really we lost Vietnam. Which is like a really tiny, tiny, tiny island that's only used for like an airbase. There's like not even room for anything else there. Right. So it's a navy yard two. too, isn't it? Or is Hawaii our last navy? Uh, I believe Hawaii is the last navy. Guam is Air Force. Okay. They probably they probably have a couple boats there, but. So all right, we learned a little bit about history just by discussing this. You know, there hasn't been a revolutionary war in this country since 1786. 1786. Yeah, the the American Revolution when we fought the British. Is that the right year? The whole Boston Tea Party thing? That's what you're talking about? I thought that was 1776. 1776, thank you. I said 86. Yeah, that's okay. I was close. We fixing our days. We ain't historians, but we got that. So... So like, that that that's my question. All right, about revolutions, we we was talking about. So the American Revolution, natural, happened like succeeding. A lot of revolutions have happened with culture succeeding succeeding from the British Empire. So, yeah, and yeah. so that's what we did. Um, and then, but as we get into like the modern age, it seems like a lot of revolutions are like one country trying to have a proxy war with another country through another country so like the u.s wants to help taiwan uh become independent so that they have a foothold near china or but wait in that situation taiwan already has their independence and and is a foothold next to china that already exists china not not previously y'all part china but, no, but not, that, that, that's a, what they're saying today. But that's not what they said previously when they had to help me. from the U.S. to Taiwan do Taiwan has had their own president since before I was born. I I agree. Okay. And now and now they're trying to take it back. So that okay. just says that at one point, 
Taiwan, they agreed, was part of the empire of China. At one point, Taiwan was China. Yes. That's they, true. They're, they're China. It's, it's the same situation with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, or the U.S. and Britain. But what about Haiti then? That's current. That's a revolt going on right now. And the U.S. is intervening to, to, to go against the uh, revolution. Yeah, Tell us about that one. Yeah. I don't Perfect. have that's that's about all the details I have. The uh there was a I think a policeman that's been leading the revolt down there. And the things they've been fighting for is I guess the basic basic human rights stuff, you know, clean water, clean, you know, the, just basic stuff, you know. They ain't down Who are I they haven't fighting, heard any outrageous right? demand. They've been they've been trying to overthrow their government. That's why I don't understand why. Uh, U.S. forces would get involved in that, you know, especially they're they they're, they're a France nation, ain't they? they? Yeah, they're owned by France, if I'm not mistaken. They, no, so. they they fought they fought the they fought France, but France has them paying them reparations because of the bloodiest. Which is which island. makes no sense. Yeah. Well, you have to go there. But you have to bring that up. You know how that just triggers my. Oh. Yeah. But y'all do know that the um, Cinco de Mayo revolution was against the French as well. And the U.S. I, I thought they were against Spain, France, in Mexico. Yeah, I believe that. Okay, so y'all tell me if this is true or not. So, although in the U.S. we celebrate Cinco de Mayo, they don't celebrate that in Mexico. They celebrate they actually, the Mexican Revolution. It's the. It's the so is it is it cultural appropriation if we celebrate Cinco de Mayo? No, if they, they yes, but they don't celebrate it. They do. Yes, celebrate. they do. Not for real. That's My the Mexican Revolution, man. What? No, nah, that's just come, hey. come to LA next in a couple of weeks. Hey, I told I I, I hear what <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Actually, and anybody is... will take an excuse to like do something, but I mean in Mexico. No, they celebrate it. Yeah, they pop. pop so what, 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 so in Mexico on the fifth, what do they do? They they just they don't party do and drink. They don't yes, do nothing. Uh... And pop fireworks. So, so that they don't represent nothing to the Mexican to right. the local Mexican people. They don't not know. that not not that what I not that what I have been have been told. And, so and like they, some 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 people may care. Like I know we get like a big media picture of this. Like okay, we care about Cinco de Mayo, but it's something that's a few days after that, and I'm gonna find it that they actually celebrate. Um, that they actually like because we were just talking about like Cinco de Mayo is an American thing. But like, and Thomas, I told you, I was a project manager. I work with like 50 Migos. Like I'll, I'll ask them about this tomorrow um, and I will get some further proof for you, but I'll find uh, what they celebrate. The state of Puebla. Yeah. In, in Mexico, they honor Independence Day on September 16th, which is the nation's most important national holiday. What the fuck? I'm telling you, man, they don't they don't really care about that. So is it cultural appropriation if we celebrate for them? <laughs> Wait, that ain't they that ain't who told us this? All right, look, let me read this to you real quick. Let me read this to you real quick. People in the United States celebrate Independence Day. Many people believe Cinco de Mayo, uh, which means the 5th of May in Spanish, is a celebration of Mexico's independence. But they're wrong. Mexico's Independence Day is actually oh. set. September 16th. So Cinco de Mayo is a holiday that celebrates the victory of the Mexican army over the French army on May 5th in 1862. 
at the Battle of Puebla. Uh, even though the French had more soldiers, uh, 8,000 to 400, the Mexican army won. So they celebrate that day as a day of victory, and they they recognize that day, but that's not their day of independence. Yeah, I see that, damn it, on Independence Day. Dude. Hell no. No, but we can't My say My whole that. life, I thought this was Mexican Independence Day. Who told us this lie? Who told us the 4th of July was our Independence Day? It's the it's the United States of America's Independence Day. It's, it's our Independence and Day. Ours. Uncle Sam said, well, we got Juneteenth. Right. I'm shocked at the fact that Cinco de Mayo ain't Mexican Revolution. And the war that, that we celebrating on Cinco de Mayo is a minor one. Like <laughs> just a little, just a quick little dub, not even the end of the war, just like a who <laughs> All right, so look, I think that's a perfect segue into our next topic. But George, what you got? George, what you got to say about this? What did you know this? Did you know this atrocity? <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm gonna ask George. I, I I I feel like maybe I'm the only one that didn't know this. What do they celebrate Cinco de Mayo for? It is a Mexican thing. She is right. Ding! I do like it's the a, Deja Pill game show. It's a Mexican <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, so what was you going to ask about it, though? Is that what you was going to ask? We're talking about revolution, and, it came, and, we, and we brought up Cinco de Mayo, and Nike Newell was like, you know, Cinco de Mayo ain't even, they, they don't even celebrate that. And I was like, yes, they do. They missed their Revolutionary War, isn't it? Come to find out, it's like a minor war. The Revolutionary War happened months September. later. <laughs> it's September. Five months later. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Joy. We're going to come back to you. Y'all, what the hell? If that oh, no. definition of cultural appropriation, then what is? <laughs> All right. So, so that's my, right. that, 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 that's going to bring me into my next point. And that's our, our next topic, which is cultural appropriation. So if that's basically something that's just celebrated in the U.S., just because we're Black, does it mean we can't celebrate Cinco de Mayo? As one, an allied nation, as two brothers in arms. You we're know, people, allied with Mexico? Bro. We helped them during that revolution. Remember when I said wait, after the Civil wait, War was over? Did you did you know Mexico brought the USA during Hurricane Katrina? No. I didn't know that either. And Bro, Mexico, but the reason I asked that is because politically we treat them like like they're beggars. That's why I said Stop I them know. at the border. Don't let them over here. But if you go to Canada, that border is active and loose. Nobody's tripping over people coming from Canada. And that's because the people who, who wants to fucking sneak into Canada? And the people who do sneak into Canada get into Canada. Because <laughs> they ain't stopping you. <laughs> because what's there? You know, I read, Canada. I read today. There's a, there's a universal health care. I read today that you have to be on the grid to get it, so you can't sneak in to get it. But I read today that Texas has a higher GDP than all of Russia. 
I believe that. I so know California like, has a higher GDP than like 80% of U.S. countries. So where are you going? Where, where else are you going? That was my argument with the the, the people uh, in fan base the other day when we were talking about uh, revolutions and and build and and building our own place and not being in the politics. I was just like, wherever you go, you know you don't want to live under those conditions. So why are you trying to fight against the system? Just change it. That was my argument. And and but the reason I'm glad we're talking about revolutions because you know just celebrating Cinco de Mayo ain't completely my understanding of what a revolution is all about. And yeah. somebody made the point earlier that the U.S. is involved in most of the revolutions coming up in this in this world in the last fifty years, which is probably true, because I'm pretty sure we started the whole Vietnam thing, which was a war that started out of nowhere. We know South Korea ain't just come out of nowhere because it was one Korea at one point. Pretty sure we had a hand in that in that thing. Iraq, Afghanistan. I hadn't it, even got it, to the, the Middle East. Is just it, us. It, Israel. It's the middle uh, of us. Yeah. So. <laughs> did y'all know? Did y'all know that the Black Power Revolution didn't originate here in the U.S. It was between 1968 and 1970, and that happened over in Trinidad and T um, Tobago. That happened over there. And we brought that over here during our civil rights movement. So the Black Panther mm. movement or Black Power? Oh, Black, Black Power. Power. That happened in Tobago. They started that revolution. And we brought that into the U.S. to help us. Nice. So is that is that that's not cultural appropriation, though? I think that's a very, that's our culture, right? I mean, but it's not, though. it's not, it's not. It's not. It's not our culture it's, as African Americans is our culture here in the U.S. But, all right, all right, Nike Newell. All right, listen, man. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Fuck that. Fuck that. Because he is pushing this cultural appropriation thing in the wrong direction. Now, I'm gonna have to. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You the know only why we brought cultural it. appropriation up? You know. I only want to know if it's real or not. I don't you think th it's you, real. You think it's common to see a white man with dreadlocks? If you go, if you go to certain places, have you ever seen a Viking? You ever been to Iceland? Those are braids. No, what are no? They not. braid everything. No, they don't. If you yes, let they your, do, if they you braid their ball hair. If, they if, braid if you, everything. If you let your hair nap and mat for long enough, it's gonna dread up. So you saying they do it? See, see, we don't just let anything happen with our hair. No, I'm, I'm saying it, it's and, and black people do have natural locks. But black anybody, people have black people anybody have twists. Stop maintaining the hair gonna have locks. White or black, once you leave it alone, it's gonna lock up. It don't matter. It's gonna lock up. It's hard to, to when it comes to a hairstyle because you you could trace hairstyles back to a lot of you know. It's hard to say who really started it first. You know. All right. If you see me with my head shaving back to like a little circle. And a little ponytail coming out the back of that motherfucker. You tell me I'm not trying to be Chinese. But is that cultural? Trace it back to African tribes. To trace that back to African tribes. Even that even if that. you even if you saw Jet Li do that and you was like, man, that's cool the fuck. Jet Li with an afro? No, if you saw him if, do the little ponytail. Jet Li if is you did Chinese. It right now? That's what I'm saying. If you saw him do that and you wanted to copy it, you thought that was tight. That's not cultural appropriation. You just thought it was cool. All right, all right. So now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go be a, a K-pop star. How? 
huh? I'm gonna go Deep. over there. I'm gonna go over there and sing my ass off and dance <laughs> and paint my face as bright white as fucking possible. Okay, and so I'm gonna be a K-pop star. Yes, that's you tell me that's not cultural appropriation. That, that's cultural appropriation on the top of whiteface. But if you know Korean <laughs> and if you, as a black man, go to be a K-pop star, which they probably love, that's not cultural appropriation. That like like Eminem is a rapper. That's not cultural appropriation. Like, like that's like he he just he just raps. Listen, hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so, we so basically, this, what you're telling me we sell this during the Chappelle star, show. Eminem, Eminem is a, has a black card. Stop it. <laughs> he is accepted by the black community wholeheartedly. He's not trying to be I, who he is. I wish I wish he I could is think of who one he more. Is. I wish I could think of one more white rapper. Paul Wall. Paul Wall's cultural appropriation. So is Bubba Sparks, and I own their albums. Who was that one? Bubba Sparks is black. No, not the black, not the white one. Mm-mm. Bubba Sparks, what? He a fat white boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he <laughs> likes Bubba Sparks. Okay, like a, like, a, like a country rapper type of thing. Yeah. yeah, it was a white rapper. He he was pretty recent. He was doing a lot of the hip hop songs. Acklemore like, is cultural appropriation. You want to know who else? Fucking uh, what's that play? That was all popular and shit. Ham Hamlet Hamilton is a fucking cultural appropriation. Every fucking rap, when I hear the song, I go, I know that song, and I can name the artist and the beat that go along with the style of rap that he types. As a matter of fact, the words are just changed just a little bit. You know, do you ever think? Do you ever think that in the sense of music, the only thing that's different between like country music, rap music, or pop music is the beat? Like the words could all be the same. Yes. So like it is a beat and the soul that comes with the words. Robin does this fall under it? I'm wondering, does Shut this up, fall under it? You're trying to cause like, an argument. Robin Thick is trying to have soul. He's nearly there. What about Justin Timberlake? It's definitely not. He <laughs> does does this fall he, under he that ball, category? He away when he did Alpha Dog the movie, huh? Does this fall under that category? Alpha, when, Alpha uh, Dog like, was like good. you watch one of those Egyptian movies and the cast is um Oh, been washed over. Perfectly, a perfect example. I don't think Gods of Egypt, and the, and the characters have been severely washed over. Nigga, yeah. the gods were white. They had one black god in the Gods of Egypt. That's cultural appropriation. I think that's misrepresentation. Okay, and one that, and 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 that yes. both. <laughs> one more yeah. white artist with soul, John B. Does he have soul? I thought John B. was black. See, there we go. He got soul. I would have given you Mike. Kenny. I would have given you the saxophone as Kenny. Oh, Kenny G. Kenny G. Yeah, I'd have given you Kenny G. But John B. He, was, he tried. <laughs> I give you Kenny G. Been doing black for a long time. It's it's hard to to deny that he got a black parent somewhere. Is I think it here? Nap up naturally. He's here. Nap up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. He got some kink to it. I think it's here. He got some kink to it. <laughs> it curl up when he get wet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is it cultural appropriation if I put on the little um the Indian outfits yeah, or yeah. something like that? Absolutely. That's or no, I mean. not that Indian. I mean no, like no. the Indian. Yeah. Take yeah. care. You ain't got that nowhere near your bloodline. What you doing with that? But what if I think it's cute? That's why it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> okay, so, ah, so but it's, like, but it's, like, it's, the fashion. 
Because but, by, by the same example, what if a Chinese guy use one of those African tribe uh, hoops that they put in their lips and in their, do. you know, those big, what yes. if a Chinese guy do it? Is it, you know what I'm saying? She, yes. She has a point. Like, it, that's it what it is. That's what it is. Listen, the reason that, that, that this is, this is important to me, I'm just going to put it that way. The reason this is important to me is because we are a group of people whose culture was taken from us and we had to recreate ourselves from the root. And what we, what I found is that a lot of the things that we do, that's that's words in the African language, letters in the African language, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's some stuff that we do, the beats we make, you go to Africa, you find yourself listening to music going, damn, we make beats just like this. Wait, you know? so you saying, wait. So, no, no, wait, wait, wait a second. So, so we, we are people whose culture was lost. And then you look at some people like Nordics, who have their own culture, their own background, their own heritage. You look at Chinese who have their own culture, background, Vietnamese, everybody has their shit. But us, we're unique in where we start with a blank sheet of paper in the last few generations. We don't know shit else. And so when we create some shit, it's ours and we and it's like we babies with our new toy. And then all of a sudden we look up and y'all and muff, not y'all, but somebody else is doing the shit. That that's like, why are you taking everything I'm doing? Ugh. You're like, damn, we I like just got this. In junior high. So huh? like, you say you like, damn, I just got this. Yeah. What'd you say, Taylor? So you saying whenever we be like, mm, mm, that's African language. Yes. So it's my ghetto. One is C is C X Q and and uh, I think K. They do use clicks over there. I know, I know, I got, I know. It's a song. I I, I embarrass myself when I do it. Can you hear it? And that's a song that they use to teach you how to click. You remember Obi? From State? Yeah, he could talk like that. Everybody in Africa don't use clicks. That was Kosa. Kosa used clicks. They spell with an X. And I'm probably using the clicks wrong because it's. That's yeah, you, X, I learned that song, huh? X X H O S A. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's a South African tribe. Uh, Zulu uses clicks. They're both in South Africa. I don't know okay. what. I've only been there, so I don't know everything else. So is you is you trying to speak that language, cultural appropriation, or is that you trying to get in touch with your roots? That's me trying to get in touch with a root, because I don't know where my roots begin. I may never know. Some of y'all can find out, but I will never know. Why? Because we did the, we did the thing, and they couldn't find us. Dang. Oh, what? Our, our, all the all the lines. Came, my both sides of my family came out to be very old, and mm. and there's and because and because they're so old, you find them in every country in Europe and Africa, Northern Africa. Good. So you might be your vampire. <laughs> that would be nice. Or you that might have be... the cure to cancer and COVID. Got an Eve gene. Don't tell about that shit. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be a vampire to be tested on. You have good hmm. luck. Come here. Don't put that out there. We're recording right now. Don't put that out there. <laughs> Come on. Come on. No, nah, seriously. We're going to uh, take this opportunity to take a break. We'll be right back. This has been Saved for the Mic, and we're having a good time, man. We'll be right back.
the pool. I stash it on the I'm making Gucci moves, my way bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. Yo, we are back. We are back. This is safe for the mic, man. And check this out. Please, uh, while you listen to this, like and subscribe and share our shit with your friends, man. You know, if you like how we do things and you like what we're talking about, if you're having a good time with us, we appreciate you. But I'd like to appreciate you sharing it as well. And uh, we, I think we all agree when we say we do this with love. Hey, check this out. Like and subscribe. You can catch us on any uh, podcast recording place. Uh, that's, that's Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We you want to watch our video? You can watch it on Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Sensational. We've been talking about revolutions. We started off talking about revolutions, and we we realized that Cinco de Mayo was not a revolutionary war. Who knew that shit? No one knew because I didn't know. Yeah, who knew that? But yeah, come to find out. Can you? I'm gonna say it one more time. Cinco de Mayo is not a revolutionary war. Damn! Wait till I tell my wife. She's gonna be like, "What?" It's official. <laughs> it's a barbecue. It's an excuse to have a barbecue. <laughs> yep. And drink Modelo's. And then check this out, man. We moved on to corporate appropriate corp cultural appropriation. And someone posed the question: If you go to Africa and you start trying to speak the African languages. Are you cultural? Is that a cultural appropriation? I said, no, no, I, I see that as reaching for my roots, whatever root I can find. But you know what? I got a scenario for you. I'm going to ask this question. If I happen to have a mixed child, is that cultural appropriation? No. How is having a mixed child cultural appropriation? Break that Think down. about it. No. Wait, here's the part. Oh, that oh, 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 defend yourself. If I'm a you white mean... man and I got a black baby. Are you walking around? Don't saying... you have a cricket button, Brian? <laughs> Isn't I'm... there a cricket button on that damn thing? Think about it. That's my, my brain, baby. My brain cut off for a second. Sit your <laughs> ass down. There the white go. guy me... saying that to his kid. Yeah, Sit your ass you down and shut up. Are you doing niggardly things? There you like, go again. Niggardly and black is not synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Your stepdaddy coming out of you over there. Why you, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Why you right. hate when I say that? Why you mad? Uh, let me make it a just, point. You just don't sorry. I don't oh, know yeah, bro, it. Let me <laughs> let me make a point, and I'm gonna call. Let, let's call back to our episode about uh, black men and dating. Okay. And we was talking about how sometimes black men are like demonized or over idolized for their sex drive and some people or, or, you know, or whatever, or, you know, their breeding purposes, NBA league, you know, league potential, you know, future athletes. And some some folks on that episode was like, I mean, who cares? You know, I you know, I get it for what it is or whatever. It would be right into the stereotype. Absolutely. Right. Big time. You did. But I I. I, I but that's me. That don't mean it's everybody. Exactly. And that's yeah. okay. But to your point, is that cultural appropriation? I think it is cultural appropriation when you have women like that who are being predatory towards NBA players or NFL players or these college athletes just trying to get a baby. 
So what? yes, I agree with you in that sense. I tried I to make you. it without pointing the finger. I agree with you in that sense. But it, it, what that made me think about was my dad and and my brother. My my brother's mixed. And so in that situation, on like a more on the ground level, it just it is what it is. Like I ain't I don't gonna think, lie, I was thinking about Kim Kardashian. But exactly ahead. that yeah. that type of thing where you're like I only date black men you know I wanna I wanna I wanna put my son baby. in the league you know, I want a beautiful mixed baby yeah I want my yeah. son to go yeah that stuff is kind of weird um and so yes I will agree with you on that topic like that's a little cultural appropriation for just the sake of having that's a black extreme. baby that's extreme yeah. cultural appropriation yeah that that's helps. border that's borderline like slave breeding. But having a black baby, but the that weird thing is, we do it with each other, though. Like, we 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 do we do we do that with each other. Deja, how much time you say you want a tall guy because you ain't want no short babies? Or how many girls say they want the guy with the with the good hair? Yeah, I, I, listen, I ain't gotta work. I don't have to depend on a dude to give me a tall baby because my genetics, my family is naturally tall. A lot of them are at least. 5'10 to 6 foot plus. I'm one of the shortest ones. And as far as hair, I can handle that portion. So you'll never have to appropriate anybody. No. They're trying to appropriate her. That's what she's saying. Yeah. that I have to worry it's about appropriation. You're trying to appropriation. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I have That's to worry about that. I'm the one. That's why I don't have kids now because dudes be like, ooh, I'll make you my baby mama. Like, that's what you see? Mm. What's wrong with that? That's a compliment. You know? They be for real. Yeah, of course. They said You don't want to, you just don't want to get pregnant. Say that, but don't, don't say you don't want to be nobody's baby I mama. I have kids, but <laughs> I'm going to be someone's, the mother of their child, and we're going to be together, but I just don't want to be nobody's baby mama just because. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Meaning you single, and that nigga come by every once a week. Mm. I'd love to be a single dad. Makes sense now why you say that every day for your AKA. Nobody's oh, baby mama. Nobody's baby mama. For real. It's presented that often, huh? <laughs> Come on, girl. Can I get a bell? Friend. Can I get a bell or something? Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's a trip, though, because I, I, don't, I don't know. I just feel like that type of extreme appropriation. It's bad, but then you see the subtle stuff. Like when I, that's why I brought up the the guy, the white guy with dreadlocks, or the white girl with braids. But when a black woman was doing it, she couldn't wear her braids in that scenario. But when a white girl wear her braids in that scenario, oh, it's so pretty. It's so cute. So, so let me ask you this: You made a very good point when you talked about like the black culture being so young, and so people might get more offended when like somebody copies it. But when, you know, if I was to wear a kimono to Chinatown, they wouldn't see that as appropriation. They see, they see that as me taking part in their culture. Go ahead. Well, well, that is do as in Rome as the Romans do. But when you go to Albania and you're still doing what the Romans do as a Roman, your ass is appropriating Rome. So you're saying if I wore a kimono in Albania, right? Or even here, and, or even here, right? And, 
and representing so, the culture in a way that you know the culture better than the people in the culture. So That's now what, so, so now what we're saying is the location of wearing the clothing makes it appropriation. No, I'm saying the time and place and thought, the thought of mind when doing it. So you say representing a look as if you are from there, as if you are genuinely from there. Here's yeah. the perfect example of cultural appropriation. The Rachel Dolezal yes. lady. Yes, dog. Oh, goodness. That's cultural yeah. appropriation in, that's textbook. That's yeah. tropic thunder in real life. Exactly. <laughs> White, but posing in I'm the dude, NAACP. another dude. <laughs> What'd you say, Tage? I'm sorry. I said she's the perfect example of cultural appropriation. Yes, that's te yes. textbook, for sure. How you a white lady posing to be black, lying, saying you're black and this, and then her family's like, no, she's white. No, no, you got to take it further. And president of a chapter of the NAACP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's textbook. That's, that not only is it textbook, but her, she was living her life as a black woman. Yeah. That is insane. I'm gonna put myself through torture. So she could say she she was born black. I feel like I've been black since birth. That's you know what, and people were saying that like this is gonna be like the gay movement. <laughs> and you be better use the proper. I was just about to say you better use the proper nouns. So you better say sister. You better refer to her as sister. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, she was definitely an appropriator. Yes, that is a, that is a great example. She went to the NAACP with her hair looking like mine. Now, granted, maybe she has curly hair. You know what I'm saying? But she's like, mm, I can pass. I have the hair like them. But but you know what? The diet, the black diaspora is so wide that there are women that actually kind of look like her that are black. Yeah. But she was tanning herself, too. And they showed her real picture. Baby was pale. My grandma black, but she was pale. She nah, was this, this, woman was, this woman was pale. Yeah, my grandma was pale. She, she was pale like that too? She looked like Rachel. Her hair color and everything. Right. That's possible. Yeah. But she, yeah, but without all the stuff on, she did not look like a white, a black woman at all. She had to, she had to go through a transformation every morning. That was some effort in that. Now, and, and you know what? Now, this is, this is another question. Is cultural appropriation a bad thing or a good thing? I like think it's a great thing. Or is it a stab in the back? I take it different ways sometimes. When you're profiting off of it and acting like, oh, you're setting trends, that those people, yes, that's very inappropriate what they're doing. They're profiting off of it. They're giving a very false representation. Yeah, I, 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 I can't support that. What about when you see a commercial tailored to black people and you know for a fact this ain't no black company? You want to know something crazy? I hear commercials on the black music radio stations for the same company that I do on the conservative radio stations. And they're completely different commercials for the exact same company. One dude is rapping his thing at you. And he's like, call that 855-655-2855. And then the other guy's like, call us, please, at 855-655-255. Got to meet them where they at. That's, that's marketing. So <laughs> that's is, it, is it appropriation 
for a white business owner to hire a black guy to preach that message for his company? Yeah. Or is that or is that just marketing? Marketing. It's also black I, employment. That's that's just that's just marketing, man. That you you targeting whoever your audience is, whoever you're trying to get money from, that's who you're gonna target and that's what you're gonna I make your commercial for. Whoever everything. you're trying to get your money from. I think I brought this up last week. So I, I say that's just marketing. Do you remember that y'all seen this commercial? The hip commercial, the where they taking a pill for AIDS or whatever? No. Ain't no straight people on that commercial. Oh, how do you oh get my goodness. And I'll be, be like, do not do gay people. Are gay people the only people with HIV? Like, what's going on? How you get that ad? You know, whenever I hear... It's on, it's on MSNBC or something. I watch the news a lot. <laughs> it come on, I think it's MSNBC. It come on. It, it's the same. And I'll be like, man, what's... Oh, it's CNN. I'm sorry. And I'm just like, you know, and I'm not saying there's something wrong with them having all LGBTQ on there. I'm saying, like, I think it's odd that that's who you only advertise them to because that's the only representation in the show. There's no heterosexual. There's no, I mean, and they're all uh, minority people too. There's a few white people, but everybody else is black, Hispanic, you know. You think that's because it's on MSNBC? CNN. And I think so, yeah. I think it's because it's on CNN. Yeah, I say see how it was being marketed in the 80s. Did they not see none of the 87 points? Like, they must oh, have... yeah, where's the beef? No, it's okay with uh, with just how it was when AIDS came out, you know, it was only who got it, yeah. If yeah, you want to know, know what and I, then here we go put out this type of commercial. Like, did y'all not do your homework? Yeah. You don't know your history. <laughs> if you ever want to find out about somebody, listen to their Pandora ads. It'll tell you all about them. You might hear LGBTQ. I'd be like, I know what you've been googling because Pandora telling on you. Oh, Pandora really? tells. Yeah, so it's targeted at, and you know. Well, this this was on CNN. I think I brought it up last week because it it, it bothers me that that they're targeting this one group and it's like it's like a disease that affects everybody well Is i think higher in that community i don't know i don't know i think the reason why they did it is because if they show predominantly black people on a channel where their views show that it's not from majority black households they can feel comfortable looking at it in the comfort in the comfort of their home like Okay, we don't have to raise an eyebrow and be like, oh, it's people who look like us. Oh, okay. You were okay, I see what you're saying. So it softens it, it the blow you... to use other faces. Well, it, the whole the whole point bringing up the corporations is because we were wondering if they were culturally appropriating. And I just thought that was a funny story. But anyway, when it comes to the companies, I think like Bradford said, there it's a marketing ploy. Yeah. But yeah. as far as when you said if a black if a white man has a baby one thing i've noticed because my brother has biracial kids and a lot of things i noticed from the females i know personally when they they're like this before right and then when they have this little brown baby then they whole persona change and then it's like oh, okay you know i gotta match my baby you know i mean is that not good parenting no so you can raise them right like you gotta you gotta. Like, be no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying change your whole personality, but like, it's a lot of white moms who like don't even know how to do their kids' hair. No, that's fine. But when you, you go, in, know how. When you wore Hollister, all she, your she, should, she should learn. 
Yeah, she should. I mean, she should learn, but she should know how. But if you right were if you wore Hollister all your life, you never had black friends. I understand you getting a kid and then you want them to know the culture. So you bring them in and you have like more black friends, but you'd be like, oh, I got this black baby. Now I can wear baby fat. You know what mm. I'm saying? I can wear baby fat. I can say nigga. I uh, had. I had <laughs> nope. <laughs> I heard females say that. And it, it, it do be next though. That do be next on the list. is like a checklist. Yeah. I can Ninety percent of the time, these girls that I know had these babies. They felt like it was their rite of passage to use the N word. So hey, let that they be could, my baby mom. Go ahead. They could bro. get they so they, they just had the baby so they could get their niggardly word pass. <laughs> oh, I'm going to petition to get that word stricken from the dictionary. Let's get that petition going, please. Yeah, they gotta get yes. their niggardly card. She gonna be. We shall not have another generation <laughs> learning that word. They gonna have me on domestic violence charges. This woman gonna be getting smacked every time she say n word around me. <laughs> but I sure you say which one. shut up. Can't say that. <laughs> oh wait, you cannot do that. No, there's no pass for that. Man, they well, we do did it. a whole episode on that. We there's did. no pass. But we also have, I mean, you know, then you got those, you got those cats that want to be called that in the bed. Say it again, baby. Oh, me, no. they don't help. Hey. They don't help, they don't hey. help the cause. Ooh, that's tough. I wouldn't want to be with a guy of a different skin tone than me. To call, you to call him a honky. Right? <laughs> oh, man, I like that. I, I don't want to be called the N word. What if he wants you to call him that? <laughs> the cop. I don't feel comfortable saying that. Say it again. <laughs> call me a racist Let's role play. Be my defiant slave. I'll say niggerly. Oh, no. See? You just went too far. You better not role do play. that. Just role play. Role play, buddy. Role play. I see you know you're going to have chains on. Mm -hmm. That's what the handcuffs for, right? <laughs> That's why they got dog leashes. Oh, shit. I just watched a video of that today. He said he, uh, he was dating a girl and they decided to role play like that. And she, he said she went full on with it. She came in dressed just like a plantation owner, had a whip. And instead of playing music, she played dogs, dogs barking. Was it a, was it a, um, oh. a white one? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, if I could do that. He said he ran out of there. He hasn't spoken to her since. <laughs> so she was prepared for this shit. <laughs> That was like almost walking in a room with all the stuff hanging from the wall, huh? I can't do that. I can't do that. Nope. Uh, that, yeah, man, I'm telling I wake up and she be bloody in the bed. No. <laughs> I'm going to kill that bitch. People are on oh such <laughs> You're not taking me no more. No. I no, think she's talking about some different artillery. You're talking about some different weaponry, ain't you, Deja? Now I was messing with Stu when he said he went into that house and it was just a, the worst date. And it was all over the wall. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. She had shit all over the place. She, she had a room. Oh. She opened the closet door, and there was no clothes in that closet. There was nothing but fucking toys and, and extremities. <laughs> <laughs> and right in the center. It was like a circle of them, and right in the center was this giant black strap-on. And that was hers. Appropriation. <laughs> oh. I, is that cool? Yo, oh, yo. I didn't say whether she was black or white. So, see. No, we do now. 
I mean, come on. Come on. Hey, I, I don't that was black one. That was black one. This was in Atlanta. With a closet one. like that. This must be around uh, must be around oh, freak. Must be around wow. freak, freak Nick. I'm gonna play that oh, episode. Hell no. I left so fast. Your words was she wasn't Did my Did I ever encounter them at any point? You said in the E? No, yeah, no. No, no. Never? No, okay. Never. Ever. She came ever. Yeah, she came to that apartment one time. That was the end of that. Wow. Never intentionally wanted to be born in bed. Wow. <laughs> intentional bad fucking. Intentional lame dick. Yes. Mm-mm. That has happened. Okay. The only way I can get rid of you, I see, is you, you're addicted to the sex, so I'm going to give you some bad sex. <laughs> you said you're not dealing with the competition, huh? Bruh. I can't handle that black middle one. Mm-mm. You want nah, to? Yeah, it was, it was, that was too bad. But yeah, well, I could I, imagine. Nah, nah, but, but you say if there's a, if there's, you're at a white woman's house and there's a giant black dildo hanging in her, up in her closet, is that cultural appropriation? Maybe that's the only color they had. You got to do some, you got to ask some questions. Yeah. That's the only color they had. But it's big and black. What it matter what size she like? That she might have a size preference. Okay, all right. Ain't so everybody that's not the same. All right, but I but we all agree that there are some women out there that have babies with black men because they talking the, the black dingo, goods. The that, that's that's cultural complex or whatever for one yeah, reason or another. Okay, yeah, so, so dingo complex, yeah. Or it could just be eugenics. Back to another show we already had, Eugenics. They can go back and watch that if they want to know. I mean, if you're trying to conquer, let me listen. If you're trying to conquer the world and you need to build an army, a perfect black specimen, slavery has already created that army. I've said this multiple times. They they made it the biggest, baddest buck with the biggest, baddest, strongest woman on that plantation, and this happened millions of times over. No, so you think innocent. we you naturally think that, are 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 incredible because of this this fact? I'm I think the best right. Americans come from slaves. The best. I think I think the best human beings have come from harsh conditions like slavery. In life. Look at look at the Bible. Yeah. Look at Goku. Look at the hood. Wow. How many times Goku, you Goku's family was peons on on Vegeta? Yeah, Bardock was was weak, and then they put him in them conditions. If you think about the lower income levels, you see the strongest, like healthiest kids out there running. Most creative, yeah. Most athletic. You know what I'm saying? Everything brilliant come from the money. Uncle Steve said, "You want you want to be successful? Get your dreams and put some dirt on it." Hey. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and send that to the group chat. Put some dirt on it. You say you can't. You ain't gonna get nothing grow out the ground. You don't put no dirt on it. See, you get the like biggest, that. largest oak tree come from a tiny little bit of acorn. You put that in the ground. You put some dirt on it. It's gonna come up. But you gotta put that dirt on it. You gotta put that work into it. You gotta put your back into it. You gotta do what it takes. Sometimes you're not gonna like yourself. That's right. the truth. And it's gonna be a hard road. The bigger your tree, the harder the road. Hmm. But if you talk about cultural appropriation, 
I'm still sensitive as a young species in this planet. And I'm not going to say young as in, as in, you know, as, as a young culture, let me put it that way, a young culture in this, on this planet, our culture to us is still precious. We're not ready to just share it. And so I'm going to go back to something that Bear has said. I'm going to manipulate it a little bit. He has said multiple times that we should detach for our culture to be what we want it to be, for it to grow and become something that can outlast the cultures of old. We might have to detach to solidify that culture before it is ever seen again. You see it every time it's trying to come out in pockets where you see us, in communities all over this place where it's just us, you see it coming out. You see it come out. Have you ever gone to, like, let's say a foot wash? Alabama has so much different festivals, but let's wash. say a foot wash. Have you never noticed how much African art and, 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 and African representation goes on there? And stereotypes. Just naturally. Just naturally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Freak Nick, the creativity in the outfits. The no, Freak Nick ain't got nothing to do with no art. Look, you, that's a whole different representation. That is right art. Oh, my. That's so yeah, hard. She is art. speaking from a historical place. She don't. She was never there. I was speaking from the battlefield. My right mama down Peachtree. I'm speaking you, right Yeah, you down. were probably born because of Freak Nick. I, I think I still have them. some pictures. Let me see if I could dig them up. I think I still got some pictures. I ain't got no. I didn't have a camera on them days. All I got is my memories. I did. I was prepared I was a both teenager. times I managed to go, bro. I, I, I was prepared both that. times I went. Listen, I learned from the best. Because of them, I am. That's what <laughs> <Yeah. crazy. laughs> she a freak, baby. You a freak, Nick baby. Yeah. Yeah, so Listen, you know what my music collection consisted of? Genuine, like um, on cassette tapes. At this, cause y'all ain't have cassette tapes. Yeah, we did. Genuine, Keith Sweat, um, Uncle Luke, Two Live Crew. That was definitely played at Freak Nick. Yes. <laughs> July crew. I grew up on that. That was my music choice. We'll be right back. I'm making Gucci moves. My whip bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. All right. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me blow your mind real quick. And then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up real quick. You remember we were talking about Taiwan? Yeah. What did you say? I said Taiwan is its own sovereign nation. With that's, a own that's a lie. That's a lie. Why you say that's a lie? They so, have a president. That's a lie. All right. So for the last couple of yeah. seconds, I just got caught up in reading this article real quick. Okay. And and I would show you my computer that I and I, and I will send you this file. Um, Taiwan is not a country. Taiwan is a province of China. 182 out of 195 countries recognize this as true through UN resolution number 2758, which reads, considering that the restoration of the lawful rights of the People's Republic of China is essential for both the protection of the Charter of the United Nations and for the cause that the United Nations must serve under the Charter, recognizing that the representatives of the government of the People's Republic of China are the only lawful representatives of China to the United Nations and that the People's Republic of China is one of the five permanent members of the Security Council. 
decides to restore all its rights to the People's Republic of China and to recognize the representatives of its, of its government as the only legitimate representatives of China to the United Nations and to expel forthwith the representatives of Chiang Kai-shek from the place of which they unlawfully occupy at the United Nations and all organizations related to it. This is a document put out and released by the United Nations co-signed by over 180 of 195 countries. I think it's really fucked up that here in America, we kind of just believe whatever they say. And like, if we believe China is an ally or Taiwan is an ally, it's not a real place. Taiwan would not back down on this sovereignty or compromise on freedom and democracy. That's not their choice. That's why we have this conversation. Because obviously they think different. So it, by 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 that same standard, Texas they have should, an election. Te Texas should be its own country. They should get to have their own elections. They've tried to to uh, they've tried. Texas has tried to secede exactly times exactly. So so what you're saying is just because they want to, they should. What you said? Oh, you're saying that just because Taiwan don't want to be part of China, that don't mean they're not part of China. Yeah, that don't mean shit. Like you can't just like break away just because you want to. Well, we don't know their conditions though like for real for we don't they're know if they're enough to even do that you know like, they hold elections china does what, not hold what, a, what's china? an election they, they hold elections because the u.s went in there and put in elections but they're not hiring a governor they no, hired a president I, i'm not i'm not giving i'm reading an article put out by the united nations okay that's all i'm saying but but the revolution comes from a people deciding that they no longer want to be in the system that they are in at that time. Yeah, and it don't and always so, work. Well, I agree with that, but 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 if these people have already decided for themselves that they are their own sovereign nation and they're occupying it with their own military and their own government. I agree, but 182 out of 195 nations say Taiwan cannot. And 85% of those nations lie to you all the time. I'm, I'm just very side when I say that. It's still That's true. I mean, but probably 100%, but... I could kind of understand that because Puerto Rico is kind of... Puerto Rico is U.S. territory, but they kind of... Puerto Rico wants to be a state in the United States. It does, but the U.S. is so... USC. Well, you know, you add another democratic state and you're gonna lose power and you that means you gotta add two seats to the Senate. It means you gotta add seats to the House of Representatives, and there's gonna be a slant. There's gonna be a slant. Because Puerto Ricans don't vote. They only vote one way. Well, most of them. Uh-huh. So so whoever's in charge is gonna be like, are you voting for us? Nope. Oh, well, we ain't making y'all a state. DC been trying to get statehood too for some time. But hey, that was some good points, man. About hey, I don't know, Brian. I get it. The United Nations is the United Nations. You know, and I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. Make some bad decisions too. You know, I don't like, know. You you can you can be in a revolution, but who are you allied with? They allied with the United States. But not really, because like yeah, it's kind of a pseudo alliance. You're right, but they're not. They they obviously don't want to have anything to do with China. 
and they're right at China's doorstep. So you guess what? If, when the war starts, guess who's going to get hit first? Hey, you know the U.S. just sent nuclear submarines to uh, South Korea? Yeah, to do it. Um, so. Do you know they're also nah, working? Ex- I don't know about exercises, but. But I heard on the news earlier today that they're working with North Korea to have them stop with their missile testing that they're doing. So they're already doing a lot of things with missiles and all of that. So the U.S. is coming in like um, they actually just had a meeting, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but we are already in we're pseudo. We're in a pseudo world in North War Korea. Three. And if I'm not mistaken, they said that the guy from South Korea was supposed to be attending. Mm. And I thought that was weird. I'm going to call that. I'm going to call Cap. I don't know. I was just the only time North Korea and South Korea meet is when they meet on the line and they in this building that's sitting on the line. One side sitting on one side of the line, the other side sitting on the other side of the line. And that happens rarely. Hold on, I'm looking at it. Let me see. I think the last time that happened, I think Obama was in office and Biden went over there and negotiated with them. Biden and Yoon, it was eight hours ago that they just met. That's South Korea. Yeah, Yeah, South Korea. That's what I was thinking of, South Korea. Yeah, North Korea is the one that's making bombs and wanting to kill people. But I think I heard on the news that they was talking. Oh, that's the U.S. Yeah. But yeah, I, speaking of, I had just saw that on the news today. Right what you before- making that face for, Brian? Nah, man, you know, uh, you know Honeywell, the company that makes fans? Yeah. And you know um, uh, Ball, the company that makes those glass jars? Yeah. I recently learned that both of those companies were two of the largest uh, missile and defense providers in the U.S. Uh, wow. Honeywell? Right. Yep. They, and they, they make, make such shitty fans? <laughs> but they make the computers and the rockets. That, see, that's where all their money's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a front. fans that be clicking as soon as you turn them on. <laughs> it's a front. Yeah, they make they make they make rockets. Okay. And so does and so does ball. They make missiles. So wow. All right. Well, guess what, y'all? We need to pay some bills. We come right back, and uh, we'll close the show out. But this has been pretty interesting, man. We went from revolutions to well, cultural appropriation and making babies with other races to gain the races material. I I don't know, man. It's, this is all crazy. Now we're talking about. Taiwan and what what that looks like and possibly a third war. Like what are we what are we doing in this world? Can we just be ourselves? Anyway, we'll be right back. Take it to the commercial break. We'll be right back. I'm making Gucci moves. My whip bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And remember, man, if you ever wanna uh, listen to this show live. We record on Wednesdays, uh, 6.30 Pacific Time, 9.30 Eastern. Only way in is our fan base exclusive. That's fan base, the app exclusive uh, link to to watch our live stream. And uh, this is where we're at. And right now, man, I just want to give shots out to Ron, uh, JK, and Joyce is in the building. And we appreciate y'all for uh, showing up. What's up, JK? So we're going to close out the show. And so anybody got their last words? What you got? Hold on. Before we start, it's feedback all in it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to mute my phone. Yeah. So everybody, let's do our last words. What you got? Man, my last words. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nike Newell. 
No, I was, I was just going to say my last words are personally, I don't believe in cultural appropriation. I believe that if you see something, whether it be in somebody's culture or not, and you like that and you think it looks good on you, you should do that, whether it's a hairstyle or whether it's a piece of clothing and you should own it. And I'm not saying you should pretend like you're somebody you're not, but if you want to wear something or do your hair a certain way, I think that's perfectly fine. Well, I, I would say that, you know, as far as cultural, a cultural appropriation, to pretend like you are from a, a culture is wrong. If you have done the work, for instance, there are men and women who go to China, become monks or study a, an art of martial arts for five, six, seven years. Well, I would believe that that person can then be honestly speaking from a place of experience. And I don't think that that's cultural appropriation. I think that's going somewhere and getting an education and taking in what you've learned. But if you go over there and you just buy some costumes, you come back doing karate kicks, nigga, you need to fucking stop. That's bullshit. <laughs> and if your goal is to have kids with a race of people, you know, just so you can claim to be a part of that uh, culture, that's bullshit. You know, and this whole thing of trying to be like Avatar and I'm gonna go over here and give me a black body and be black. Like, <laughs> like oh, in, hell like in, uh, no. It was that movie. Uh, my boy Marcus was in uh, Get Out. Nah, oh, yeah. that's bullshit too. That is cultural appropriation. So, you know, I, I, I think that being a revolutionary on top of all of that, if you want to get into a revolution, you have to think about the consequences. A lot of people die in revolutions. They always do. And people get hurt who don't deserve to be hurt. And uh, so we need to find a peaceful solution before we get to that situation. If it's inevitable, it is, but we got to fight not for that not to happen first. That's right, man. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, my closing statement is, is that know your history. If you don't know history, then it's bound to repeat itself. We've all experienced something tonight where we're like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But when you put it together, it's not just one group of people that's affected. Multiple people are affected by these different groups in one way or another. So when it comes to appropriation and all those types of things you could get caught up in life and whatever type of things it may be that you're interested in but also know the history behind those things too man what's your last word man i ain't got nothing for you man as far as revolution sometimes it's necessary especially when you want change sometimes a revolution is necessary as far as this cultural appropriation thing goes, as far as how somebody looks, how they dress and how they look. And my peoples, we, we, we got more important things to focus on. Mm. Much more important things to focus on. Yeah, so if I gonna leave anything, I learned a new word. So, you know, I like to share anytime I learn something new. So I learned a new word. It's an Indian word. And did you know that vegetarian is Indian for bad hunter? Yeah, what? Bad hunter? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but you're right, man. Hey, you're right. It's all too often we be focused on the wrong shit. Hey, motherfuckers out there stabbing us in the back while we focus on football. 
And you worry about somebody yeah, wearing something with what their hair look like. Man, please. You're right. A lot of this shit's a distraction. Mm-hmm. Distraction. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Save for the Mic. Oh, and one more thing that I left out of mind because Taja reminded me. I didn't know Cinco de Mayo was not a revolutionary thing. I'm, 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 I keep repeating this because it still shocks me that Cinco de Mayo was not the Mexican Revolution. God damn it. Does all this those, mean you're, you're not attending any more barbecues? All those margaritas? Yeah, I ain't attending no fucking barbecue for no little ass battle. <laughs> no, that's like, that's like celebrating the, the uh, what's the, 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 the Alamo. We're going to oh. drink to that. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Even though they lost, we lost that battle. Hey, but this this is the same for the mic. You can find us anywhere. You can find podcasts. If you want to watch the video, you can always catch it on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. Hey, we on Facebook, Instagram. We on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and this is Safe for the Mic. You can always catch us on SafeForTheMic.com. That's our website, and we out. Peace.